We're effectively the outsourced business development arm for the entire Bitcoin ecosystem. Inherent in our model is that we win by ensuring the entire ecosystem wins. Hello there, how are you all doing? You're right. Now we're back at it here. We're getting some shows ready. We've got so many lined up in the next couple of weeks. I can't wait to let you hear them all. We've also got our live event in a few days. We've got Lynn Alden, Jeff Snyder, Troy Cross, and Harry Suddock all doing a live What Bitcoin Did. If you want a ticket for that, head over to whatbitcoindid.com and click on WBD Live. Anyway, welcome to the What Bitcoin Did podcast, which is brought to you by Iris Energy, the largest NASDAQ-listed Bitcoin miner using 100% renewable energy. I'm your host, Peter McCormack, and today I've got Obi back on to talk everything Feddy and Feddy Mint. Now listen, Feddy Mint is something I've struggled to get my head around. I've had Obi on the show before to explain it to me, and recently we had Callion who went through his implementation of eCash, but I still struggle to get my head around it. The thing I can't get my head around is how us as Bitcoiners are encouraging people to give up their private keys. So, you know what I did? I said to Obi, come back on the show, convince me, and maybe even run through setting up a federation as well. That was a blast. I hope you enjoy this. I think Obi's a great guy, and I'm definitely coming around to the idea. But if you've got any points about this or any questions, drop me an email. It's hello at whatbitcoindid.com. <laughs> I mean, I hate my voice. I hate it. Why? I don't know. I just, because it's, you know the whole thing about voices, right? You hear it different from everyone else. Except for now, I can actually hear what other people hear. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm hearing, I'm like, wow, I sound like a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> How do I have any friends? Why does everyone listen to my podcast? Oh my days. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Danny's been unbelievable and uh, he's not just obviously a work colleague, he's a friend now and yeah. I want him to be successful. And that, that's the best way. Yeah, he drinks whiskey now. I do drink whiskey now. I, I, I was just thinking, I, I, I repeat this again and again, but um, uh, I, I've had different experiences with partnering with people in the past. And the, the two co-founders I have right now, uh, Eric Syrian, El Syrian, and Justin Moon, they're, they're incredible people. And I always feel the most luckiest thing for me was meeting, initially it was Eric, because it was completely accidental. We, we share a number of core philosophies in, um, with each other, but you know, we just come from two completely different worlds. And it was like pure accident that we, we bumped into each other. Otherwise, we would have probably never met, even though we were both in Bitcoin circles, because we're just the people we hang out with and everything. Um, well, we're similar. Me and Danny are aligned on a lot of our views. We are into very similar things, football, etc. Um, and it will happen. Danny just dropped me an email one day. He's like, "Yeah, you basically make your production shit. Can I do it for you?" <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, in, in as many words. And I was like, "All right, you do the next show." And he's done every show since. And but he now he doesn't even do that job. He runs the show. It's yeah. It's, yeah. He's the gatekeeper to guests. Yeah. Uh, he picks a direction. I I manage the partners and I do the business side. But Danny will eventually do the business side as I. Yeah, no, I mean, it goes. it, it does feel like Danny's Danny's almost already running the business right now. <laughs> yeah, he needs to come and run Bedford with me now. Pete's <laughs> <laughs> trying. But, yeah. Uh, but it, mine, it's a weird thing because I have a central vision and everything is about, everything I do now is focused on, will that get me one step closer to get in Bedford in the, in the football league? Oh, wow. I, I don't care if Bitcoiners don't care about football or not. That is my goal. One goal I have in life is to get Bedford in the football league and... If I can do that, I will. I will definitely die a happy man. Is that your biggest career goal now? It's always been, Dan. What, Dad? How old do you think I was when I first said I wanted to buy Bedford? What do you remember? About 
shut up. <laughs> I, it's been in my head since I've been a teenager. And I never cool. knew how I could do it. And then figured it out, like had that little brainwave recently. I was like, mm. hold on, I know a lot of rich fucking people. Let's get them behind this. And then also there's that trade-off that it's the perfect team because it's a shit nothing team mm. in the middle of nowhere. So you get a whole journey. For now. Feels like an underdog story, a bit like Bitcoin is an underdog story. And just we can attract a global fan base of Bitcoin and just go, yeah, this is our team. We'll adopt it. But we had to be the first. You, there's no second Bitcoin team. There's only one Bitcoin team. And so we had to be the first. And once I realized it's like we had to do it. And uh, I, I, I'm not in it for the money. I'm losing personally money on it because I put money into it. The equity I hold in it, I will. I, my expectation is over the years, I will sell that off to buy the infrastructure we need. But it will come back in time. If you're doing something that you're really passionate about, you've heard of the concept of Ikigai. Yeah, of course. That's and, uh, Travis King's fund's yeah, name. Yeah. And um, if you're... If you're lucky enough to find your ikigai, then there's nothing more more empowering. I, I, I feel like a fan, man. It sounds like you've found yours. Yeah. And so everything else, the universe will bend to to make it work once you've found it. I, I think I'm lucky lucky enough to have found it. And then I'm surrounded by really good people to help me. Like my dad's here. He's mm. running the kit. My sister comes up to all the games. She... She runs the merch down or behind the bar. Emma, like everyone is getting behind it. Like so many people want this to mm. work, and it is working. And it's we've we we've, we've got nine ticks to do. You will work. It will work. Well, the f- the first few ticks are easier. It, it will get progressively. It's going to be really hard, but it will work. Yeah, uh, there are just certain stages. I'm going to need a billionaire to go. I'm so fucking rich. Here's two million. Go and get promoted. Then you'll make it happen. Yeah, I mean, I'll do my best. You'll make it happen. I can just tell once you you found it, you will do. You will move heaven and earth to make it happen. It won't be me. It won't be because of me. It won't happen. Like I'll put everything into it or a lack of work. But we'll see, man. Anyway, listen, we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. <laughs> talk about Fetty Mint. Okay, a lot of this we're going to rehash what we did last time, but that's okay. Yeah, certain things need revisiting. Uh, you're getting talked about a lot, and people are very excited about what you're doing. And people I know and trust love what you're doing. Um, but I still have some like questions nagging at me. So we're going to revisit them. I know it must be fucking boring for you to do it, but let's do it because I know some listeners have the same questions. But TLDR, explain to people what Feddy and Feddy Mint is because there's two separate components. Mm. Explain, explain the mission. So uh, the mission, what Feddy is and what Feddy Mint is. I'll start with the mission because that derives everything else. So the mission for Feddy is to empower communities everywhere. Um, the, the way we see it is that um, we want to find a way for communities to be able to take control of their resources, including their money and their data, so that they can effectively um, take control back from big tech and so on and bring it back into the hands of the community. Um, and as a result, if we can do this and repeat and repeat and repeat for communities, whether they be families, whether they be companies, whether they be villages or towns in millions of places, eventually around the world, we can help level up humanity. That's the mission. So how do we do that? Well, first of all, you start with Feddy as a company. Feddy is the first manufacturer builder of a federated OS. We don't think this exists, so this is a new category of thing. 
Um, but you can think about it like an iOS for your mobile phone. It's the thing that makes your mobile phone work and it's, it manages your personal life or an Android OS. But a federated OS is an OS for your community. So of course, that includes custody. It includes being able to use different features or services and so on. But it also, it goes beyond that. You could be able to use data as well. It can integrate with many other services over time, Nostra, even AI systems. Why should it be run by big tech? Why don't, why don't communities have their own AI, et cetera? So this is the, the, the grand vision. Now, how is that possible? Well, how are we able to have such a broad vision? Because there was this technology that was invented. Um, the idea came, um, came about three years ago and the first line of code was sort of written um, over two years ago called Fedimint. And it was invented by one of my two co-founders, Eric Syrian. And this is a, a form of community Bitcoin protocol. It allows you to take Bitcoin, which you would normally run for one person and run it for a community. You'll be able to, it's with this platform, you have a number of people within the community. We call them guardians, trusted members of the community who, um, run this platform on behalf of the community. It allows you to have baked in by default, um, automatically a, a level of scalability beyond Bitcoin and Lightning. It gives you um, a level of privacy using a protocol called Chami and eCash. And it gives you, and this is a key element as well, a level of extensibility. So you can extend it with additional features. Um, basically, you're, it's unlimited in what you can do. So. It's the missing piece of the Bitcoin ecosystem. With this, with light, you can think of it as the shield for Bitcoin, lightning as the sword, and Bitcoin as its base as the defender. It allows you to effectively do whatever you want to do to be able to scale resources and data for your community and for Bitcoin. Okay. There's okay. a lot there. Yeah, no, no there is. So um, Feddy Mint is the protocol. Feddy yep. is a company. Could other people create their own companies and compete with you and create products? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And we we hope to see that happens. Um, as I say, like Lightning is a protocol and there are many companies making Lightning services and, servant and, and, and products. And we will see those. Now, the way we deal with that is proof of work. So we have an incredible team. Um, we have an incredible set of supporters from within the Bitcoin ecosystem, um, for in the investor ecosystem, but also many of our customers as well come from uh, from broad swathes of of the world. Whether it's be we have what we call hyper communities, which are Bitcoiners who are passionate about Bitcoin, but also passionate about parts of the world. Whether it be Bitcoin Akasi in in South Africa, or Bitcoin Lake in Guatemala, and so on, or Bitcoin Bedford, or Bitcoin. When you're ready, we're here. ready. I know, but uh, I literally just. You said, ready for Feddy? I was like, hold on. <laughs> Should we have a Bedford Federation? What can we do yeah. with this? Are you ready for Feddy? Then we're ready for you. All right. Well, listen. Um, go on, no, go on. Come on, yeah, you finish. And, but it's also beyond that. It's people who are, don't really think about Bitcoin or money in, in, this, in this sort of day to day, but they have to deal with it because of the challenge they're dealing with. So people who are trying to um, um, help raise or highlight the the plight of people living under the yoke of oppressive regimes or dictatorships around the world um, and everything in between. Um, also, we're seeing it in terms of organizations who want to take personal custody of their treasury and and not have to give it to third parties um, and, and large multinational organizations and say, well, why do we give it to multiple banks who 
we are increasingly less comfortable um, um, custodying with when we can hold it ourselves or our data. Why do we have to give it to big tech when we as an organization can bring it back in and manage it ourselves? If we can help with all of that, there's interest there. So let's run through an example use case because that's going to be the best way for me to explain them what the challenges I see or the things I've struggled with and then we can work through that. So talk to me about a specific use case of any federation that you think could set up. Give me a scenario and how it would work and, and the reason they would want it. Um, so uh, there's many examples. We've already, so for a number of months, we've already been in closed beta with with different organizations. I um, can give you one example. Um, a community of farmers and farmers cooperatives in um, West Africa. And um, a number of countries, um, five or six farmer cooperatives, um, 100 to 200 different farms. And obviously there's the farmers and all the employees, etc. Now, right now, they have to buy pesticides and fertilizer. Um, and it's, they, have, they buy it at retail. It's incredibly expensive, so they don't buy enough. They don't get good crop yields. And so they earn less money for their land. Now, um, if there was a way for them to access credit at reasonable rates, they would be able to hold, take on money, buy, and also if they could organize as a community and buy in bulk, mm -hmm. they can buy at bulk, get um, wholesale rates, buy more pesticide and fertilizer, massively increasing their production and leveling up their society. Now, um, what can be done with that is we can set up a fediment federation for that community of different um, farmers, so farmers cooperatives and farmers. Um, people can then send um, capital directly to the different farmers Farmers can use the Feddy app because the Feddy app includes chat and communication to organize with each other, one like a group per cooperative, send value directly with, within this um, federation when it's ready to when they're ready to make a bulk order, and then organize for that bulk order, and then pay um, the suppliers in bulk. Now, instead of having to move around and transfer lots of cash between different parties, and it's taking a lot of time, a lot of hassle, a lot of communication, this can be done easily in seconds. Now you could say, well, why didn't I use um, digital cash? But then I'll be paying potentially fees as anywhere from 2% to as high as 30, 40% each transaction. 30, 40%? Uh, for very small amounts, um, okay. it can be as high because there's a minimum fee. And sometimes it's, it's with minimums, it could be as high as 30, 40% for e-cash. But that must be like- For one, digital cash. That must be like- one dollar, two dollar purchase. Yes, but okay. even the average is two or three percent. Whereas okay. when you're sending, but this still is significant for a significant percentage. Oh yes, two or when three percent. When you compare yeah. to fractions of a percent, okay. so um, and that effectively um, it still takes value away, which can be which could be used for productive goods. So all these different cooperatives send their money into the federation, mm. um, and then they. Negotiate with the no, no. So the different cooperatives would be part of the federation. Um, the different farmers would be part of the federation. So instead of them having their own wallet, because remember, they could be talking about small amounts of money each, um, a few hundred dollars maybe mm -hmm. of uh, each worth of capital per farmer. Now, 
Um, let's say the alternatives, there's hundreds of farmers, that would they buy a hardware wallet for no. 50 to to $100 each? So then, all, and they will have to understand how to use it. It has to be very simple. Um, again, it has to be converted to their language. There has to be all of these things that need to be done. With the system we have, it will be multilingual. It will be able to be set up to work and act in the way that they need it for their service without any extraneous elements because each community will be set up correctly for that community. They'll be paying near zero fees for transferring. Um, and they, by the, the use of the Fediment, it's effectively a multi-sig wallet. So it's a, when it comes to first-party custody, the best way to back up is multi, um, first-party with multi-sig. That's complex to do. But if you have a Fediment, you automatically get that for mm. your community. So um, you're getting this multi-sig backup of the data without you having to do anything. You have this incredibly simple experience, but a best practice way of backing up as well. So, what was that? It's because I'm connected to the screen. So. Um, so every farmer would be in the federation? Every farmer would be in a federation. Would they be exactly. in, are there groups like, do they join like a, a cooperative and they're cooperatives or is it just every farm across all cooperatives are in there? Every community, every community can set themselves up the way they want to be set up. Okay. But in this particular example, um, you would imagine that there'd be say five cooperatives and each one would set up a group. Just yeah. like you have a, a WhatsApp chat and there's different groups. There'll be a group for a cooperative and the farmer's who are part of that cooperative will join that cooperative and they would talk right. in that group. And then when it comes time to pay, they would send the, send the, the value needed to make a payment. So they would use it to organize yep. the, the, the Feddy app to organize and to handle payments. Okay. So you, me and Danny, we're all different cooperatives. We, somebody in the, on behalf of us is negotiating the rates for the fertilizer. Um, yeah, or yeah. each cooperative would probably negotiate the rates for the fertilizer as a cooperative. Okay. And there's 50, and you, me, and Danny could be um, three different farmers yeah. who are part of one of those cooperatives. I get it, I get and, it. And then we would um, join the, the group within the chat related to our cooperative. We'll talk and, and agree that we want to buy this fertilizer, mm -hmm. bulk buy it. And when it comes time to pay, we would just literally click a button and, and, and pay as opposed to having to transfer cash around, having to organize, having to have village town halls and so on. It can yeah. all be organized digitally. The, the conversation, the payment, and the disbursement, and so on. And, and when we pay, do we pay into a central pot that goes out, or do we all pay individually to the, the recipient? You would pay into, you would pay in that case, uh, a central pot, yep. and then it will go out so Great. that you can both pay. So that's, and that's one example. Um, Sorry, one more question on that. And the person we're paying, that we're buying the fertilizer from, do they also have to be in the federation, or no, can we buy outside of the federation? They, they can be. They can accept anyone who can set the lightning payment, okay. or Bitcoin on-chain payment can be um, the recipient of the money. Or alternatively, um, if you could find someone locally who's willing to accept the Bitcoin, like a local entrepreneur or so on, to set the Bitcoin, and then on behalf of you. Um, give you cash to to pay at the point of of payment as well okay so that, that all makes sense i get that and and that's yeah. and that's one example yeah and i'm sure that there's lots of ones and that that coordination is super useful and that coordination helps people actually negotiate better rates i get that the three and, and if it saves a three percent that's really good i mean i guess like as a technology the user experience you can solve very quickly 
um, there is still a, there's still volatility risk on the price. You know, you, I could argue that the the three percent fee is the price you pay for, to not have volatility. I mm. mean, volatility can go to the upside and to the downside. But it's still going to be a challenge. You know, so if people used Feddy and they were going to save their three percent and coordinate, and then Bitcoin did one of its dumps by ten percent, yeah, that's a tough situation for someone to go through. Very. Yeah. So, um, so there are many solutions to that. Yeah. First of all, um, Feddy Mint is um, multi-asset capable. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, it's full reserve in the way it works by default. So you would deposit Bitcoin and you'd be um, credited a certain amount of Bitcoin within the system, within this wallet. The eCash. Um, the eCash, yeah. yeah. And that can be used within the community. Um, however, um, if you were to deposit um, a stablecoin, then you'll be credited a certain amount of that stablecoin instead. Ah, ah, so that's so- that's possible as well. Um, third, um, uh, oh, we can show this uh, later on, but... Uh, um, it's extensible. And this is really key. Um, you can, anybody of the millions of, not the, the tens of thousands of people who can build smart contracts on, on multiple chains, but of the, of the millions of people who can um, write software for Web2, they can very easily convert and write extensions for a given um, fediment to be able to allow it to do pretty much anything that you could imagine could be done on the website, could be done on the Fediment. Amazing. Uh, but in a federated manner where you're not trusting one organization, one website, one person, you're, as long as the majority are honest, it continues to run. So you could take that concept. Um, and there's, there was an idea that was um, initially put forward by um, Taj Dreiger, one of the co-founders of Lightning yeah. Network, Discrete Lock Contracts for Difference. Um, and technically, with a few upgrades to Bitcoin, it could be possible to do it on Lightning easily. Um, but they haven't yet been done, and it, they hopefully will happen in time. Um, however, that limitation isn't there with Fediment. So we did a hackathon at the beginning of um, this year, and um, and that one of the submissions, which we went on to win, um, um, created something called Stability Pools, which is okay. a way to basically take Bitcoin and you could effectively think about it as depositing it into this this um, uh, virtual um, USD, or for example, or, or some other asset, this <coughs> USD um, store account until you need it, and then you can withdraw. So you receive payment in Bitcoin, but then you can just quickly just deposit it, and it will be locked to that. It will still be stability locked to that value. Okay, USD to euro, so on. So what could happen is you receive payment, you lock it to USD until you need it, and then you unlock it back to Bitcoin. It flips things on its head. Bitcoin is used for payments, and Lightning is used for payments because it's available everywhere. It's one standard that everybody knows. It's near instant. It's very low cost. And then you use a stability pool to take your Bitcoin and lock its value. It's still Bitcoin all the way through. There's no no bank backing it. But... um, Instead of its um, instead of its um, price being volatile and the amount being constant, while you lock it, the amount is volatile and the price is constant until you need it and you unlock it because you're just for you you're okay with that because you just want the price stability. Yeah. With some other asset that you wanted to be stable against, and then you unlock it and then spend, and you also can partially unlock. So say I receive salary or wage or or a money from a friend or family and I immediately lock it and then when I need to spend I want to spend 
um, five dollars of it, I unlock five dollars of it, and it gets withdrawn out. I mean, in fact, we can show. Uh, Just before we do that, can I ask you a question on if we had um, <clears throat> the federation set up between the three of us in that cooperative um, example? Hmm. So we all put Bitcoin in and get what what Bitcoin did cooperative eCash to buy off the fertilizer supplier. Do they have to accept the eCash or do they peg out to Bitcoin? They don't have to accept the eCash, so um, they can receive payment in Bitcoin from our. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, when think about think about um, uh, a Fediment as a community-owned Lightning wallet. Okay. So from the outside world, it's a Lightning wallet and it can make payments over the Lightning network. It's just that the Fediment protocol and the eCash protocol handles um, how the Bitcoin that's been sent to that wallet is, is apportioned amongst the members of that wallet. And also it handles a bit of people to be able to say, I want to spend. And then it, what will happen is that eCash is transferred to someone else within the, uh, it can work in two different ways. It can be sent back to the guardians and they can destroy it and send out a certain amount of Bitcoin on chain mm -hmm. for equivalent to the amount. Or um, for lightning transaction, what technically happens is it's sent internally to someone else who also is running a lightning node. And then that person, after receiving that, sends out um, a certain amount of lightning over the lightning network to the, to the address you sent. So this is what lightning service providers do. But normally it's lightning... Um, connection on one side and, and lightning connection on the other side. Here it's eCash on this side and lightning on the other side. But from your point of view, um, experientially, it's it, it just looks like a lightning payment. Whether you're sending it to someone else within the Fediment or whether you're sending it to someone else on the other side of the world who's got um, a moon wallet or, or a wallet of Satoshi or a blue wallet or what have you, or to someone else who's also in another Fediment somewhere else. It, to you, lightning invoice pay. So if we were... Transact, transacting within the federation, it will still be a lightning. It's still invoice. lightning. It's not like a eCash token swap kind of thing. It's still so. Like what what the protocol <laughs> will, uh, cleverly does is it recognizes it's internal and it just does an eCash swap. But from your experiential points of view, you just paid a lightning invoice. And for it internal, just would have been. It would just never fail because it's internal. Right. There, there's no liquidity issues there, and also it will be basically almost probably just free or. 0.11 milli Satoshi or something like that. It'd right. be a tiny fraction of a penny. This show is brought to you by Ledin. From savings accounts to personal loans and even mortgages, Ledin's financial services enable Bitcoiners to experience the benefits of holding today without selling their Bitcoin. Ledin has a robust risk management strategy which always prioritizes safeguarding clients' assets with no DeFi yield farming. And Ledin only supports Bitcoin and USDC, two of the highest quality and most liquid assets in the industry. They also are dedicated to transparency and are the first digital asset lending company to complete a proof of reserves attestation, which they re-verify every six months. With multilingual support on standby 24-7, Ledin is there to support all your needs. To find out more, please head over to ledin.io, which is L-E-D-N dot I-O. Also, today we have Ledger. Now, Ledger is the world leader in Bitcoin security and is the best way to own and secure your private keys. If you're still holding Bitcoin on an exchange or with a custodian, it might be the time to take your security more seriously. Remember, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. Now, Ledger hardware wallets paired with the Ledger Live app are the easiest and safest way to start managing your own private keys. You can send and sign your Bitcoin transaction with full transparency in the Ledger Live app. And honestly, look, it could not be easier. 
I have been a Ledger user since 2017. I love their products, and I'm still using the same hardware device I bought back then. Now, if you want to find out more or purchase a hardware wallet from Ledger, then please head over to shop.ledger.com, which is shop.ledger.com. Next up, we have Iris Energy. Now, Iris Energy is the largest NASDAQ-listed Bitcoin miner using 100% renewable energy. Their strategy is to target markets with low-cost, excess renewable energy, and they build out their own highly efficient Bitcoin data centers. They are led by a seasoned management team with a track record of success across renewables, infrastructure, and digital assets. Now, Danny and I met the team recently in Canada and were super impressed with their values, which align with us. So they are a great fit for what Bitcoin did and you, the listeners. Now, we are going to be working with the Iris Energy team on everything we do from podcasts to films and live events, and they are even sponsoring my football team, Rail Bedford. I'm really, really happy to be working with such a forward-thinking and sustainable Bitcoin company. But if you want to find out more about them, please head over to irisenergy.co, which is I-R-I-S-E-N-E-R-G-Y.co. Okay, so which video do you want me to pull up first? Um, So I think, actually... Do you have do you have a lightning wallet on you? I've got a few. Uh, let's just go with wallet Satoshi because that's okay. what I set up for my Nostra recently. So if you give me a receipt on your wallet Satoshi for, I always like it for twenty one sets if that's okay. Yeah, man, that's a good great. first uh, number. Right. So you a request to receive twenty one sets, and I will with my. So I'm I'm a member of a of a federation. Um, call it Mainnet One, and. Um, I've got some sats on it, like 17,000 sats. And I will um, now, so I'm going to click send, and then I will um, allow camera access. I'm going to scan your transaction, and I'll click send. And now, hopefully. Yeah, just received it. And I just sent. Now, what happened there is um, we're, I'm part of this um, federation, and there are multiple members of this federation. It's cryptographically near perfectly private, so I have no idea how many. I, I know because we're, it's, uh, it's our internal use, but, um, but it could be, there, there could be any, any number because, it's, because the Charming eCash protocol means that it's not possible to know. Um, but um, I actually sent eCash to someone else in that network who is running a Lightning node. And then they, after receiving that eCash of a certain amount of sets, 21 sets, they then sent on 21 sets to you over the Lightning network. They didn't know it happened. Um, so what happens is, so the Fediment protocol is, is um, I say, extensible. And it comes with, just like with iOS, it comes with some standard apps. With, um, with the Federated OS, it comes with three standard apps. One is Bitcoin multi-sig, so it can handle and, and deal with the Bitcoin network in a multi-sig manner. Another one is eCash, so it can handle and create and destroy eCash in an automated manner. And the third one that we have a standard is Lightning emulation, so that anybody who's a member of this thinks it's connected to the Lightning network, but it's the Lightning network that causes zero seconds to form a transaction Zero seconds to close a channel, channel, and it, and therefore if it's zero and and it costs zero to form a channel and costs zero to close a channel. So as such, I can just form the channel and send it to you because I don't have to wait ten minutes and it doesn't cost money. So I yeah. can just instantly create the lightning channel. 
So when you're connecting to a light, a core lightning or LND, uh, it just thinks this is just a really fast, really low cost lightning channel to route across. And, and it just magically routes, it, routes the, the, uh, the transaction over the Lightning Network. And that 21 sats you just sent me, did that destroy some eCash? No, because in that, in that case, as I said, someone else in the Lightning, it, someone else in the um, Fedimint was running Lightning nodes. So I just sent eCash to them and they, so the eCash has just moved around from me to someone else. And they also had 21 sats on a Lightning channel and they've sent that on. So but their, balance, a, d- d- their d- balance is up 21 sats on eCash, but they're down 21 sats in Lightning Bitcoin, effectively. So imagine they had... But, but, but that federation has a certain amount of Bitcoin deposited into it. Yeah. But that federation is now down 21 sats. No, in that, in that scenario, let's say there was only 21 sats in the entire federation. Yeah. Um, and there was, ignoring the, ignoring the four guardians or more, yeah. um, there was um, myself and someone else who's got a, a lightning node and me. Yeah. And they have zero sets and I have 21 sets in terms of eCash. But they also have a lightning node with 21 sets worth of capacity in it to be able to send. Yeah. I now pay you and, it needs, and you're on the lightning network. So I, I locate this other person, connect to them, I send them the 21 sets. So there's still 21 sets within eCash. Yeah. But, it's, but I have zero of them and they have 21 of them. And then they take the 21 sets that they had in the Lightning Network and send it on to you. So they now have zero capacity on their Lightning channel, but, the, but they have 21 sets. So the number of sets within the... In the Hold on, in are, they, connect- are there sets on their Lightning channel outside of the Federation? Yes, the Lightning channel is outside the Federation, ah. yes. But... but- that user in that scenario might have been like, well, I wanted those sets. You, it, right, you, so, so... You as the it, Lightning Node operator. Let, let's imagine you're the Federation. Mm. Uh, you're in the Federation. You've got a Lightning Node with, with some sats on it. I'm in the Federation. Uh, I've got the eCash. Yeah. Da- Danny's outside of the Federation. Mm. Um, so the Federation has been created with 21 sats in mm. it. Uh and so I want to send from my I want to send eCash to Danny. Yeah. But I actually really want to send 21 sats. So I send the eCash. It goes to you. So the 21 sats that I have within the federation go to you. Yep. But your 21 sats that are in your separate lightning wallet go to Danny. Yeah. Okay. So the 21 sats has moved around the federation. From one person to another. One person to another. Yeah. But you've lost your twenty-one sats of. Um, it's, a I mean, swap. it's a swap. It's a swap. It's exactly what happens with the Lightning Network right now. If yeah. you're, if if there's a p- payment between myself and Danny on the Lightning Network, ignoring um, Fediment, and you're the Lightning node that we use to relay it, we have channel. My channel has twenty-one sets of capacity, and you have twenty-one sets of capacity to Danny. At the end, I send you twenty-one sets. I now have zero, and you have twenty-one, and yeah. he has zero. You have zero on his channel, and he has 21. I'm trying to balance the books here, though. So you've gained 21 sats of eCash? Yes. And lost 21 sats in your separate Lightning wallet? Correct. Yeah. But what you would have done in reality is gained 22 sats of eCash because you would have charged a fee just like every other person on the Lightning Network and and lost 21 sats. So you're up 
Where did one that? Sat. Where did that ever, that additional sat come from? It's the fee, just like the way the no, line network works. But where did it come from? Because our oh, in, in the example, I said it was twenty-one sets total, so I would have only yeah. been able to send twenty, say twenty, because because you would have said there would have been a fee of one sat to do it. Okay, so you would have sent twenty-one to to me. Pay, but I, but including but, but, minus sorry, the sorry. fee, yeah, that's yeah, minus it. the fee. The, okay. the example should have been twenty-two sets I had, and I wanted to send twenty-one. So I would have you would have said was well, one sat to do this, so I would send you twenty-two. And you send on 21. What if no one within our federation has any SATs separately in uh, a Lightning channel? Then you won't be able to use the Lightning Network. Which you is wouldn't what, be able to convert the eCash into that. So yeah, Fediments yeah. Fediment are an island without um, the Bitcoin uh, extensibility or without, yeah, um, yeah, without, the, um, without the Lightning extensibility. Bitcoin, if you if you send it on chain in that scenario, you would send it back to the federated mint, which right. would be the guardians, and they would receive the twenty one sets, destroy them, and then on chain Bitcoin on chain they would send uh, Bitcoin. But if it's lightning, then the guardians don't get involved. Yeah, they don't no, even no. see it. They no, um, basically that. it gets sent to someone else. But if there's no one within the um, Fed mint who is running a lightning node at all then it doesn't have access to the Lightning Network, which is why we always say Fediment and Lightning work hand in hand. Yeah. Fediment is the home for your money your money and resources and data. And Lightning is the way to transfer your resources and, and money. Whereas something like Nostra is a way to transfer your information. But this is the place where it's the home yeah, for, it, no, for your it. communities. And so when we set up our federation and between us, say you, me and Danny create a federation, we all put one Bitcoin in. That yeah. creates the eCash. Yeah. Do we do we give our eCash a name? Do we call it Pete Danny? Uh, do you give Do you give the um, eCash a name, or do you give the Fed the the Federation a name? What I'm saying is, when it appears on screen, it's all Bitcoin. It will just see it as Bitcoin, just like with the Lightning. Oh. It's Lightning. It's technically so, um, so, slightly different properties to base layer Lightning, base layer Bitcoin, but you we just call it all Bitcoin. So it's all Bitcoin. So it's still Sats. That that it e will still be shown as Sats. Um, what? So why do we say eCash? eCash threw me. eCash made me. You st it still be seen yeah, as Sats. The eCash thing threw me because it was uh, in my head. I was like, uh, like, tell me if I'm wrong here, but I was given the impression that you're creating a new currency within the federation yeah that you kind of like i remember the one analogy was it's like someone taking tickets at the fair and you get like you put your bitcoin in and get a ticket for this like new yeah but I, again it's just a difference of perspective where people get bogged down into the detail but if i go to a fairground and i get tickets for different tokens for um for PLDs on rights so i i give them 50 dollars and i get given 10 50 tickets. 50 50 tickets each worth um, um, a dollar and I walk around and they say the ride they don't say the ride is worth 10 tickets they say the ride is $10 and you still get them 10 you're no, still not always. It, no, no, no you go to places and they'll say some, it's five tickets no I think sometimes that, yeah. I think the confusion in that is is like if you're right that, uh, that that's the confusion gone but in my mind it was like okay we set up this federation uh, we each put 10 bitcoin in but in our system you get uh, the denominations difference you get 100 e-cash of this and you get 100 like I had this impression there was a different currency with a different denomination. So I think denomination is separate to the um, currency itself. Because, I mean, big 10 Bitcoin can be 10 Bitcoin or it can be 
a billion a billion sats it's still 10 but it's bitcoin all, but i'm saying it's yeah, always different denominations it, it's not it's not like we go in there and you get okay so for your 10 bitcoin you get a thousand obi coin no you'll, you'll still be it'll still, still, still be bitcoin yeah and it's yeah, exactly still bitcoin, uh, that, yeah it's still be bitcoin, i was yeah. totally got a different impression <laughs> yeah i did too because i remember when we spoke to okay. eric yakes as well he was saying that like merchants would have to choose to accept different types of e-cash and then if there's hundreds of federations and that becomes really confusing so that kind of threw me no, a bit i though. think if you're yeah. not a member of if you're not a member of a federation then then you can't use that e-cash so it has to be converted to with has to be converted to um bitcoin um lightning bitcoin to go over the lightning network or main chain bitcoin to to be used on the right. main chain but, but it's just like lightning bitcoin to use on main chain you have to convert it you have to publish the transaction and it, then it has to be memorialized on the blockchain. Okay, so this is better because essentially what you're getting is you're trading your Bitcoin and SATs for a representation of Bitcoin and SATs in the system, which you can move around between yourselves like free and easily without using the network. It's like a closed... It's But but without the network, it, it loses a lot of its power, which is why they work hand in hand. Yeah, but yeah. within the network, if I send you and then you send to Danny... It's a cl- it's it's a closed part. It's almost like a. It's, it's like the internet. It's like liquid. It's 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 yeah, but it's sort of one one for the entire world. We're talking about eventually one million. Yeah. So that you I have get, you get. have it's like a side chain, but a million side chains, and because there's a trust dynamic where you have to trust the guardians, it because the problem with any scaling solution is there's a natural desire for it to centralize. Hmm. Um, and having run an exchange, I, I realized that you can see liquidity begets liquidity. You naturally want to centralize. So if you go to a, a third party, you will end up with one huge exchange. And it's all, yeah. and that's why you have that. You see that right now with Binance, et cetera. Um, but because there's a trust dynamic, because you need to know and trust the guardians, it never goes above a certain size. So if you want to scale, yeah, you have to form another there's a natural incentive to form another federation, another federation, another federation. So you end up with this world where there are hundreds of thousands of millions of communities, each one able to have that superpower that normally is resigned to big tech and, and ah. large exchanges, but in the hands of the community where they can then choose and they can, they, they can make the same decisions that normally they've abdicated to someone else who, you know, often if it's a curly head guy in the Bermuda, it doesn't end well. You know? No, I think I get it now. So like previously I, I thought you were basically depositing almost like, almost like you're handing me some Bitcoin. I was going, here's my P coin and here's your denomination of it. And this is how much you've got. And then, but actually mm. what's happening, it's a little bit more like liquid. When you go into liquid, you get LBTC. It's a one for one peg essentially. Oh, and when you peg sense, in yeah. and then when you peg out, you get the same, it's essentially the same, but what you've really got is federations. They can form bridges to each other across the line. So each one is a federation, but if there's a lightning connection, these federations can bridge to each other. And there's a massive incentive to that have a lightning connection. changes con- everything. Yeah, there's a massive, so it's like, um, and, and by the way, um, Blockstream was was uh, the first person to see the genius of the idea of um, Eric, my co-founder, and they sponsored it for I think well over a year before I even heard of the protocol. Um, so so they so yes, there are a lot of similarities with the that is a federation as well. Liquid is a federation, but it's a closed but it's, but, one. Yeah, but it's and it's a federation as well. But it's one federation for um, for every use case for the liquid network, you can imagine each Fedimint is like a mini um, liquid in that sense. 
Um, and and there are there are also the, the each one can have different functionality. The way the functionality works in, in Fediment, it uses Xiaomi and eCash as opposed to confidential transactions, and it and it has an it's it's easily it's fully extensible. So you could add any any application that you could in theory run on. Uh, apps, applications of a web server could, in theory, run on a Fediment. So can, each can community. I, I'm going to give you a really job. terrible analogy. I'm going to say that Liquid is China and uh, Fediment is the USA, whereas each federation. My my point being is, uh, it's uh, Liquid is a closed federation. You're in or you're out, and when you're in, you 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 know you can share share it there. Whereas you're like states. So like in America, you have separate states which you can move between. You're like separate states, and if, as long as there's a, a bridge or a motorway or or, a, or an airport between the two, you can travel between the federations. I, I would I would say I would I would say that does it liquid a disservice because uh, there is nothing there's no technical reason why, and I believe people already do where you could not have some sort of bridge a bridge between liquid and and Bitcoin main chain or liquid and the Lightning Network as well. Okay. I guess that with Fediment, it's just all baked in a standard, yeah, so that you get it, you get it automatically. You you know that every it's just like when I say you get the Android app or you get your Windows PC or your MacOS, and you know there are like several apps a standard, and you're always going to have eCash, and you're always going to have Bitcoin, it's the and you're e-cash. always going to have, and also really key, you're and it really makes it work. You're always going to have this Lightning integration, yeah. Because think about it, if you're a Lightning node operator. Um, um, you have to, if I, if I have a thousand different users, um, I want to, I have to, the first thing they're going to want to do is receive Bitcoin before they spend, they have to receive. So the way the Lightning Network works, I, if I connect to you to be able to provide you service and I want to, I, my revenue stream is to earn fees from you. But the first thing I have to do is I have to lock up some Bitcoin in a channel for you to receive it in order for you to spend it. Yeah. Yeah. If, even if you're getting it from family abroad or so on, I have to lock up. So I open up a channel review and you have no money. So I have to lock up Bitcoin to you. And say, let's say um, you wanna, you've got a thousand different users in a village and you know, average salary is, it could be like $10 a day, maybe less. Um, but you think, okay, what's the reason about to lock up? Let's say $100 worth. Well, for a thousand people, I'm now locking up a hundred thousand dollars for a thousand. Sorry, ten thousand dollars. No, a hundred thousand dollars for a thousand different people, just in case they may need a deposit. And so there's a lot of capital locked up. And then that some of them may use it, some of them may not. But I have to lock it up just in case. Otherwise, they try to do deposits. And if I've if I've underguessed, I've only locked up five dollars, and they only need ten. I'm going to have to do a second on-chain transaction because each one of those cost me money as well. Now. Um, if I've got, compare that to a, um, a um, Fediment, I need to open up one channel for the entire village and I lock up an amount, which I think is the average amount that I'm going to need on, on a daily basis, which will be a small fraction of that. I might be, I only need to lock up a thousand or $2,000 to cover the entire village. And if I go over that, I only need to do one top-up transaction. So I get much, much higher capital efficiency for the same revenue. Oh. And, I, and, and actually, I, my costs go even lower because I'm doing far less on-chain transactions yeah. for the same revenue. So I make lower costs. My, my admin cost goes down as well because it's easier for me to manage. I don't have, my channel rebalancing and predicting is less because 
to open up a channel on, on this side, on the Fediment side, is zero <coughs> cost and it takes zero seconds. So yeah. I can always do it just in time at no cost. So you can, this is why you see a lot of interest in um, Lightning service providers to work with us because yeah. we increase their revenues, reduce their costs, reduce their efforts, which makes them more profitable, which means more capacity on the Lightning network. I had a four-hour conversation in Oslo Free Informant with uh, um, um, uh, Rene Picard. Oh, I love and Rene. He's a great guy. Yeah. And, and one of his concerns was um, fee incentives. And he said, look, if we get broad-based deployment of fediments around the world, this could go, potentially, you can go some way towards solving the fee, fee challenges of scaling Lightning. And when I heard that, this was something I wasn't even thinking about at the time. It just made so much, even more sense than it made before. Yeah, but there's also another, there's an alternate risk there in that uh, if you get broad, massive use of Fediments, are you taking away on-chain transactions that provide the security once the, um, once the block rewards have gone? And I don't think so because you, you'll still need at some point the, again. To settle. You'll still need to settle. At some point you will potentially build up a, a balance of, of um, eCash and you would, the, the, to, to be able to um, um, spend that or hold that in self-custody or balance between different federations or between different channels, you will have to withdraw that and that will require yeah. the, the destruction of that eCash and an on-chain transaction. I, I, the eCash it, it will just be, it will just, But yeah. it will just be at a larger amounts. And, and, and even if the fees are higher, it's fine because you're now running this as a business and you're making profit. So you can, you can cover the fee because you may have made $200 in fees. So you're happy to pay $50 on yeah. transactions. Uh, Obi, I think the e-cash the e thing throws me. The word e-cash throws me. And I, I don't think... we shouldn't think, use it in this yeah, conversation. Well, no, no, yeah, but when I say that, if it's throwing me, I, 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 I think it might throw other people because in the idea, it's making me think there's another currency I'm getting. That's what it's making me think. I, tell me if I'm wrong or you think. No, no, I think I was the same. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm going in and getting something else, but really I'm not. I'm just getting Bitcoin. But you're using the cash to refer to the fact it's like a it's like a virtual brick Bitcoin. It's not the it's not like it's not actual. It, Bitcoin. It's 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 still Bitcoin, but it's a with different properties. Yeah, different properties, different um, trust um, dynamics, but different features. Some. Some some functionalities are increased, some are reduced. Why do you, so why do you use the term eCash then? Why don't you just say you get Bitcoin? I, this is the technical term for what it is. And so this is where um, I think um, as we now move to the point to promote this globally, um, we are developing new language yeah. that just is just... Do you know what more, we're gonna do? more more comfortable for just the, uh, everybody uh, um, to understand but when you're talking to a technical community, eCash is the correct term. No, I, I get that. And so I, I'm going to be interested. Do you know what I'm going to do? It's like anyone listening or watching on YouTube, just throw in the comments. Just have never done this before, but like tell me if the eCash thing threw you. Either I'm a moron or not, I'm, I'm on my own. Well, not on my own because Danny's with me. Either we're, we're morons or everyone else is confused by it. I just want to know and I'll send you all the comments so you can see. But I, that's I really appreciate it. That's like a huge fundamental shift in me understanding it. Um. Because I, like I say, I was under the impression you set up a federation, people put in Bitcoin, and you're basically creating your own currency. It's a bit like when banks, the free banks that we covered with Matthew earlier, um, you deposited gold and they gave you notes, but those notes were, were dollars. They're not. They weren't grams of. Those notes weren't grams of gold. 
They were dollars. They were a representation. But this isn't, you're just getting sats and Bitcoin within it. Within it, within a closed system, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's a big change. They're different, but to be, just to be for the sake of, um, because there'll be people who will be shaking at the screen. There there are different, um, and it's the same between Lightning and Bitcoin. It's still sats, but there are different um, trade offs and trust um, trust, um, assumptions being made. And the same happens again when you go to uh, a Fediment. I'm cool with that. Okay, now we need to see it. Okay. So which one did you want to see? I, I, I think, so I just sent you a transaction. Um, so do you want to, I think what would be interesting to see, and we can show you this at another time, is uh, this is what, say, the Fedi app looks like. So, okay. but, but before we do that, um, we have to understand um, you first set up a federation. So a group of people, Bedford FC, um, Rail you Bedford. know, Rail Bedford, sorry, Rail Bedford, <laughs> apologies. The auction room. Yeah, the auction room. The auction room. No, Bedford the town. We set one up in yeah. the town. So Rail Bedford. Rail Bedford um, wants to set up its own um, fediment. And you've got these people who work together, who trust each other. Um, you already trust them right now. If if people were going to um, could right now throw a game, your 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 um, defenders and your goalkeeper could throw a game and earn money from that, but they don't. But why do you? How do you? How do you trust that they don't? Because well, there's no. There's, if we're in the football league, that's a different story. Imagine in the football league. Yeah. Um, well, I think there's a criminal risk. But but. Still, that's, they it, still the, that's the risk with any, that's the same if you give what, the example of someone running off. There's always a criminal risk, but... They don't do it for two reasons, multiple reasons. One of the reasons they wouldn't do it is that their personal moral code doesn't want them to do that. Yep. Uh, uh, their second one is there's no incentive. The incentive no, but, but isn't once, big but, enough. And but, the third one is there's a criminal risk. Yeah, so criminal risk, which is then moral code, rep- reputational. Let's, let's say you get into... Reputational the, the, risk. Reputational risk, um, criminal risk, and you also mentioned that. But imagine also you're now in the in the sort of not Premier League, but you're getting there. Career risk. But you're now in the Premier League. The, yeah. the financial there is a financial incentive then at that point. So really, it's 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 moral um, risk and criminal risk. So you've just explained it, and that's the key with in a community where you care about the others and individuals there is social capital to be lost by um doing something like this but sbf had moral and career risk or moral and criminal risk and took it and now Mm. he's facing jail time so there's a difference when you're dealing with he's dealing with strangers there are people at the other side of a computer terminal that he doesn't know he doesn't have a relationship with and also if he did something to he can continue on with his life it doesn't whereas if you're a part of a community um, a close-knit community, you spent your life there, mm. and then you do this, you can be ostracized from the community. You'll never you'll never be able to transact with anyone again. You'll never be able to work with anyone again. Uh, you, imagine now, every time I want to buy something from anybody in that village you might be or town. In, you might be in Panama with cocktails. Yes, but uh, then you're then you're dealing with uh, amounts for which are what, what, very I think significant. But, but let's just say you're in a village or community, you... Um, you did this now from now on if i wanted to buy anything from anyone else in the community i would always have to go somewhere else where my reputation hasn't been spread there's a cost 
there is a cost to do that when you have a second party relationship, i.e. your friends and family, which doesn't, isn't the same when you're dealing with a, a person in the other side of the world. Well, yeah, but it, the, uh, it's, there's always a trade-off, Obi. It will be the size of the honeypot and how far they have to go away to deal with that. Like if it's a small honeypot. Which is why there's a natural um, limitation on how much it scales, which is why you end up with hundreds of thousands of fediments versus one large honeypot, which is a very good thing. We we want something that naturally wants to be distributed and has limitations on how much concentration can happen. That trust dynamic solves the the natural desire for systems to build up and 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 focus liquidity into one place. I think you it's a non-zero. Sorry, I'm interrupting yeah. you. I think it's a non-zero risk, though. Yeah, of course, there's yeah, a non-zero yeah. risk, but there's also yeah. a non-zero risk that a lightning channel is not closed before someone else, a militia actor, closes it. They're all non-zero risks. Let me try and think of a better example. Um, a federation created in a family that's got. 25 family members all keeping like here in the uk all keeping in because like dad can't uh, manage a uh, multi-sig my sister can't my brother could but so we'd like we'll just do one together uh, how many rogue family members just fuck off and steal the money because we could have a lot of money between us yeah so is the example you give money to members of family that you don't trust and you worry that maybe you do but maybe they go rogue what i'm saying is there's going to be a scenario where somebody is going to collude with somebody within a federation say, we can steal this. It's, I, th- I think there's that, there's a non-zero risk and I think it would happen at some point. The incentive, you'll, you'll get a meeting of incentive uh, I, and I, I think, I think, um, moral code. I think the same risk happens with, um, and it happens more frequently and the risk is higher with highly centralized third parties who are strangers who have no connection with you at all. So oh, yeah, replacing no. the risk of, but I think but, you're reducing the risk, but not getting rid of it. You're re- you're reducing the risk, yeah, yeah. and that's and that's what we're aiming to do. Okay, that makes um, sense. But but and to be very clear, the the best is to use self custody with multisig. Yeah, of course, that's yeah, the yeah. absolute best. Um, and if you can do that, you should. But, but effectively, what happens with Fedimint is we're giving communities the ability, the ninety percent who can't do that, yeah, for reasons of technical complexity, cost, and just psychologically, because it's just frightening to do, a way to still have this best practice backup approach where it's of multi-sig, but with trade-offs applied for the community. Well, you know what, Obi, the, the thing, it harks back to when I first, well, not first, I think second or third time I went down to El Salvador and I was in El Zonte, and you know what, most people there are poor, and a lot of people, their houses are basically a shack, like tin sides, and it's a shack. And I was thinking, all right, this is great. They've, they've got Bitcoin now and I've got Bitcoin. But when I'm at home, I live in a house with bricks yep. with with an alarm and security cameras. And if I want to set up a multi-sig, I can distribute my wallets to friends, family, banks. I, you know, I can put in some pretty hardcore security. These people don't leave El, El Zonte much at all. And where are they going to – firstly, how are they going to get – uh, three treasures or three ledgers. Where are they going to distribute them? Even in their own home, what are they going to do? Bury it in the mud under their bed? It, it's not set up. Multisig is great. Hardware wallet-based multisig is great for developed Western nations. In the developing world, it's no good. And so you've solved that problem, which I think yeah, is great. And, and multisig is great, full stop. Um, and what we've done is we've found a way of giving the other 90% access to the best practice. Yeah. So it's because we shouldn't then give them a, a re, we should try and give them as close to possible to the, that. 
Now, because currently the alternative is if you can't do full multi-sig, then go off and give it to a complete stranger. And we're suggesting this alternative that the community can come together mm. to find the trusted members of the community and then they can amortize the costs of this yeah. across the community. I guess what I'm then thinking about, Danny, is who do I trust more? Do I trust Coinbase more than I trust the community? I think I trust Coinbase more on internal hacks. I trust the Federation more uh, over regulatory and confiscation risk. Mm-hmm. There's different, and and, and a, I guess yeah. the, the, the question is which risks are are more of an issue for you? Maybe yeah. for you, you're, you've come to the view that that risk is um, lower for you. But um, to say, in, in parts of the world where we are, and different people have different perspectives on this, but we have a level of freedom and reasonableness mm. to a degree, and there's, there's different views on this, um, you may form one view. But there are parts of the world, and it's actually the majority of the world, where there is a lack of freedom and a lack of reasonableness. Yeah. And then you'll come to a very different view that the the risk of confiscation is is a clear and present risk. It's a new um, but, option with different trade-offs. And, it's, and at that point, you mm. you still they still deserve a solution. Yeah, yeah, I get um, it, okay. And then also the risk you mentioned earlier, where there are certain bad actors and they can do certain things. Again, um, we uh, the way to solve that problem for bad actors is to give good actors tools that they can use to, to empower themselves to fight back. Yeah. or to provide an alternative so that they don't... Because bad actors use the existing status quo as well to um, effectively um, control um, good actors. Yeah. We provide a tool to bring that control back into the hands of the communities or organizations that, that we want to deal with. Yeah, it definitely makes more sense now. Yeah. Do you think there'll always be community-sized federations or do you think you'll get, like company size ones where it might be you know like an unchained river swan and nidig all setting up a a federation i i mean i'm i'm really excited to see what's going to come um um forward but when you say company sized i think you'll see companies setting up federations for themselves um because companies have employees they have expense accounts they have treasuries and so on and right now, they use multiple third parties who charge fees mm. um, and so on. They could they could instead bring that in-house. If it's easy enough to manage, which we can show you, um, they can bring that in-house and manage it themselves mm. and reduce their costs and, and increase their reporting when they want and the transfers can happen when they want it to happen, et cetera, et cetera, without having to wait for weekends and evenings and so on. Yeah. Um, I want to pref- see it. Yeah, let's let's, 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 let's see. So the first thing is what you do is you you set up a, a federation. Cool. And so um, we're going to share these video. videos. Out. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll put these videos in the video. So this is a so before you if we go back to the beginning and um, so on this screen before we start if we pause it there's it shows four screens just to be clear and if you see if you if in the show notes you can see afterwards you'll see the address, the URL, the address of each one is a different machine. So it's just we're showing them in one place mm-hmm. to see what's happening. Yeah. And so you can imagine um, this is four different people uh-huh. downloaded a piece of software, the Fedeos software, um, uh, our particular fork of it, Fedeos, but it's so it has a nice interface, but it's basically the same. 
That's the open source protocol. And um, they they would have run this application to load up and it displays this in the web browser of each one. And, they're, and imagine they're also communicating on, um, on something like Signal or WhatsApp or so on to just to talk with each other and, and just chat, some sort of chat interface. And that's it. You, so they've all, they've all loaded up and, it's, and it says, let's get started. So you just zoom into one. Into one. First one called himself Alpha, second one Beta, second one Charlie, second one Delta, but it could be whatever. That, shit, that was quick. That was it. So where does the, and it's going to get quicker? Where does where does it get administered from? It. This is the the beauty of the protocol. It's it's a headless protocol. So there is no manager. The system manages itself. Each one, you you all download the software. As long as the majority of you are running, it, then if there's one is a bad actor or one goes offline, let's say, um, then the system will keep running. Um, it's like the operating of this, the guarding of this is equivalent to guarding a set-top box, i.e., um, or a Bitcoin node, in the sense that if you turn it off, um, where's the administrator? You turn it on, it connects up, resyncs with the Bitcoin network and carries on going. This does the same. If one of those goes offline, the others will still service the lightning requests and Bitcoin minting and destruction and eCash transaction requests uh, seamlessly. And, and any other things, this is extensible. So you can add modules, which as I say, the stability pools, it could service those requests or um, password managers. If you want to, instead of holding my passwords with Google Drive, why don't I hold it within my community? Or um, or my NOSTA password. Passwords mm. are gonna become more important. If I'm using NOSTA and I lose my password, my, my private keys, then that's it. I have lost access to my, to my NOSTA. So I wanna be able to back that up. So do I back that up with Google Drive? Um, which is a third party, or do I back it up with a number of trusted mm. um, first parties? Any anything that I want to be able to take uh, um, ownership of and not have to, and I don't feel comfortable completely doing it myself, and I don't want to give it to a third party. I could have the third event um, run, and it. But for the guardians, their job is just to guard this box. They just keep it fed and watered with electricity and internet, and that's all they've got to do. Love it. Okay, so the next step would be... So you've set up the federation. Yeah. We, we skipped over a bit because it will display a QR code for you. And that QR code would be, um, and I'll show you it here, but that, that QR code would be, actually, let me put my phone on to do not disturb. Um, that QR code would, would look like something like this. Uh, okay. And it would have displayed that. And so you download the app. Mm-hmm. And you would just scan that QR code and that's it. That's the sign-up process. That's no it. email, no phone number. Love it. It's faster than sign at the same speed as it takes to share your details between two people on, on an instant messenger client. So it's even faster than signing up to an instant messenger client. Okay. Like, so say I sign up to the Federation. I'm yep. not a guardian. Uh, I sign up and I deposit some Bitcoin with it. I get my Bitcoin representation. Oh, we're going to do it. Okay. No, you, no, you've you've signed up. Okay. I've signed you up already. Great. So, uh, and I and I and I'm you're going to send me a request now, okay. and now your experience is like a like a, a lightning wallet. But so, but currently I I don't have any Bitcoin in there. Yeah. So request request. Um, but but say rather than request, say I wanted to deposit some Bitcoin in there. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I go ahead and I deposit in there, and I get my representation, my my e cash. Mm. Dealt with that, but my representation in there. I lose my phone. Yes. So 
this is where we'll show you a video. So that's the cool. That's so actually, thing. if you go to admin, if you click on admin at the bottom, uh, admin, yep. So you will see two, and there'll be an option called um, backup. Yeah, backup your wallet. And there are two options. So one, just click on one, which is the bottom one, which is the normal one you expect. The, yep. the twelve words, and you'll be shown twelve Standard, words. Yeah. You record them down and fine. Cool. But here's the one of the benefits. You're part of a community. You will also want to be able to do an option before we'll go on to um, an option now. Um, and I'll show it on the screen because it's for, really good for people to see. Yeah. Um, so if we go to, um, you have the ability to do something called social backup and recovery. This is interesting. And, and let me show you on the screen. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. Um, and... Basically, um, it effectively allows you to do um, a backup of your um, private key. Um, but instead of, if you think about the backup of your keys, you create the key and then you've got it. And then you have to figure out, well, who do I give it to and yeah, so yeah. on. And also when I give it to them, how do I know that they don't go off and lose it or run off with it, go to the Bahamas, as you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also... Um, even if they're completely, I trust them. How do I know that when I, when in 20 years I want to get it recovered, they didn't lose it or the cat ate it or so on because they haven't been checking it. It needs to be constantly checked. Yeah. So um, what we do is we have a way of automatically taking your backup, encrypting it, splitting it up. And then luckily we already have a number of trusted members of the community who are there running software that's, running software 24 seven in the background that can take a copy, a, a, a chunk of your backup and store it for you automatically. Right. And because it's software, it can be constantly checking those backups to make sure that they aren't corrupted or damaged. And the moment one of them is, you can be alerted that second, not when you need it in 10 years time, because they, the software is doing the checking, not okay. the humans. They're checking that it's, it's fine. So you'd go in, in this example, and you'll click social backup. And then you just say the word Feddy and your name. And then you just confirm it looks like you and it sounds like you. Now, in this background, what's happening is it's creating a very long password that's very hard to guess. It's encrypting your password, your 12 words. It's then, um, it's then breaking it up. Let's say there are four guardians in that example into four chunks where you need at least three to recover. It's then um, taking your image and creating a hash of that image. So it's not the actual image, it's like a fingerprint of the image and using that to tag each one of those shards and then sending that hashtagged uh, um, backup to each one of the guardians. So a lot of words to say is just done the best practice backup of your 12 words in two or three seconds. Now you're left with the video because they don't know who they're backing up for. You have that and you're left with the password. It combines that into a file called backup.feddy and then you can share it. You can share it to your Google Drive. You can share it to, to your cell phone WhatsApp. You can share it to um, multiple friends. And, and you're encouraged to share it in multiple places because to recover that, the person would need to log back into your federation, know which federation is yours. And then um, if they lost their phone and re recovered it. But then at the point of recovery, only at that point, the video is sent to the guardians because they need that video to locate the backup. And then they would check, is the person coming to me 
the same as as the as the person with the video. Do you have to refresh it every few years just in case you get a little bit older, grow your hair? So it's a good practice to do that. And this is actually um, within the app as an extension that we want to add is this concept of a a Fedi bot, uh, a, a, a which again is um, will be able to give you reminders of certain things that you should yeah. do. Also, monitor things like your balance is above a certain amount. It will suggest maybe you should consider self custody now, for example, because it makes sense for you. Yeah. You've been used, you're ready to, to, to take that graduation point, yeah. for yeah. example. Like it. Okay. So, Sinan- but it can still be used to help back up your private keys of your personal custody wallet as well, as if, if you're having trouble finding people to do that to. This show is brought to you by Wasabi, who I am using to keep my Bitcoin private. Now, Wasabi is the easiest way to send and receive Bitcoin privately. And even for non-technical people like me, it is effortless and provides privacy by default. Now, with Wasabi, there is no minimum amount, so you can get started coin joining straight away. And Wasabi users make coin join transactions together with BTC Pay and Trezor users, and BTC Pay server users can make payments in CoinJoin, which saves on fees and is a privacy improvement. Also, Wasabi have just dropped a new feature. Now, Trezor Suite users can make coin joins directly on the hardware wallet, which is obviously very cool. Now, if you want to find out more, please head over to wasabiwallet.io, which is W-A-S-A-B-I-W-A-L-L-E-T.io. Also, today we have BitCasino. Now, BitCasino was established in 2013 and is the world's first licensed Bitcoin casino. It is trusted by tens of thousands of players worldwide, and not only do they have cutting-edge security, but they offer fast withdrawals and VIP experiences that money can't buy. BitCasino also has over 2,800 games and tournaments to try out. And with 24-7 live chat support, you can always get the help you need. To find out more, please head over to bitcasino.io, the first Bitcoin casino to win an EGR award. That is bitcasino.io, which is B-I-T-C-A-S-I-N-O dot I-O. And please remember to gamble responsibly. Also, today we have Unchained Now. If you've been listening to my show for a while, you'll know I'm a big fan of saving Bitcoin for the long term. I'm a hodler, which is why I'm happy to recommend the Unchained IRA. Their Bitcoin IRA lets you control the keys to your tax-advantaged Bitcoin, and if you have a Roth IRA, that means you don't pay capital gains on the price appreciation. Now, unfortunately, most IRA providers require that you give up control of your Bitcoin, but not with Unchained. Controlling your keys with the Unchained IRA protects you from exchange hacks or frozen accounts, and Unchained is an all-in-one solution. They'll help you establish a traditional or Roth IRA, set up your cold storage vault, roll over your existing 401k or IRA, and if you want one-on-one guidance, their concierge team will send you devices and walk you through setting up and securing your keys at your own pace. If you want to set up your IRA today, head over to unchained.com forward slash what Bitcoin did or schedule a complimentary consultation to learn more. That is unchained.com forward slash what Bitcoin did, which is U-N-C-H-A-I-N-E-D.com forward slash what Bitcoin did. And if you want to get $50 off, please use the promo code what Bitcoin did at the checkout. So you, me, Danny, Papa Smurf over there, we set up a federation. Emma comes in, she creates her app, uh, she deposits her Bitcoin, she does the social proof. Yep, she is the social backup. Uh, distributes that amongst us four. And then she needs to recover. She needs to recover, but night before, night before me and Danny... Gonna have for a few drinks, get in a fight, get killed, 
we're both dead. How does it recover when we're gone? The two people. Well, the, the order have to be get dead, and then your computers will also have to turn off. You, you the 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 guard, the uh, Fediment server is is a piece of software. It's a set top box. So, it's like you dying and your set top. Yeah, but boxes. we're not checking the video against the video. Say that was that person. Yeah. So in that scenario where we're gone, the two people left cannot recover that person. In that scenario, yes, yeah. Okay. If if the two if you both got if you both so they would you would have to have a coincidence of both of you dying yeah. and the person at the same day losing their keys yeah yeah, yeah. so we can't travel but that, but that's yeah. the same but but that's well but that's a number of that's a number of coincidences I've no done. no but on purpose and I'm trying to break it I'm trying like but it's the same if you had your backup with um you gave your backup to someone and their house burnt down on the same day you lost your key it's like. It's the same well, so as my, that could so, also happen, or the, so, or or there was a flood in the vault with the bank vault at the same day that you lost your key. Then you would also have the same problem. So I'm three or five on mine. So uh, yeah, but it's it's a, you would you would if if you had three people go at the same day as you. Yeah, it's so, just a different risk model. It's three versus two. It's two so, two or four versus three or five. Three of three of well, it's two of in a case of three or four, but you could also set up. Five of seven, yeah, or yeah, you can yeah. set up um, seven of seven of ten. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think the minimum we suggest is three or four. Yeah. Because um, that protects you from one person being a bad actor or losing access for a period of time. Um, um, five or seven protects you against against two. Yeah. Great. Um, but yeah. So. Very cool. So, so we created. We're backed up. And if it came to recover, you would, um, you would, if you check on recovery, what would simply happen would be that you would go in, um, find the file, download the app again because you because you, you'd lost your phone. It's a new phone, and um, double click on the file. It will open up the file, recognize it as a .fedi extension, so it knows it's part of fedi. So you're joining the federation again, again scanning a QR code, click recover. Find that file, open it up in your file system, and it will load it and it will say, here's a QR code. Get get three of the four in this example, three of the four guardians to scan it, and you've got your Bitcoin back. So you just have to get them to scan that. They can if they're not in the same town, you can do it over a WhatsApp call or or a or a or a Hangouts call or, or a Zoom. If they're in person, um, you can do that. Um, you can do that personally, but they will always yep. see you. And at, at the point they scan it, at, only at that point is the video sent, and they will say, oh, "Is this person the same as this video?" T- Tyler or Cameron, Cameron Winklevoss could steal their <laughs> each other's Bitcoin. Have you have you got twin protection? Twin protection, identical. Yeah. Well, I guess again, oh, no, this, this is the advantage of it being with your friends and family because friends and family can recognize the difference between twins. Hopefully, Tw- twins can fall out though. I don't no, know. But, but the point the point is though that oh, friends and family have know them well enough to work out who's who. If if if, got- if if you've got friends who are twins and you've known them a while, you you know. But someone who's on the other side of the world, who, who's in in the west coast of America in some um, big big tech company who's um, underworked, uh, un- underpaid and overworked to try and figure out who it is versus yeah. f- um, three or four people who've known you all their life 
I, I, I'm going to bet on the three or four people who know you all like to determine the difference between the two twins. We've got twins who play for Real Bedford, James and Rob Duckett, <laughs> and I still can't tell them apart. Well, but give it a few more years. I can't. It's There's always me. an evil twin. I, 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 keep, <laughs> I keep tweeting out the wrong ones when they score goals and shit. I keep, keep getting it wrong. Okay, I get it. I get it. So you, no, you. It's, you no, no, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it is because they, look, these two are identical. Um, okay, I get it. So w- what we're really talking about with all of this are just different trust models. Everything is just a different trust model. We've got a trust model. No, we've got a, a, a cap- we've got a capability and a trust model relating to uh, to uh, storing your Bitcoin, whether it's exchange versus single hardware wallet, versus multi-sig, versus Feddy. It yeah. is just another thing, another option out It's there. a different trust model, but yeah. I think there's a, um, look, we, um, it's part of a bigger story though. So ultimately, um, if you can, you should self-custody. That mm-hmm. is the absolute um, Bitcoin standard. And you're encouraging that with this anyway. You, uh, we're, we're, I, 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 I believe that that's the, that's, the, that's the best possible scenario. Um, but being pragmatic, I think you're going to get to maybe 10% of the people of the world being able to do that. Yeah. We're about getting the 90% away from complete trust of big tech, tech companies, big companies who don't have your interests at heart um, and taking that control into the hands of communities. Mm. And that's, that is where we see the comparison as opposed to the comparison against... Um, the Bitcoin standard, the, the gold slash Bitcoin standard of self-custody. Yeah. This is about, and when you're ready, when you've, when you've built up enough um, experience, knowledge, and capital, you, you should self-custody. I want a federation. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think yeah. we should have a what Bitcoin did federation. <clears throat> when would it actually be available? So um, we are going to be, well, in May. Now we have um, Hold on, are you version. launching at Miami? Um, no comment, <laughs> but, um, we are, um, we're going to have a, a first launch. It's actually available already for a number of months, but in closed launch with a number of communities in LATAM, in, in, um, Africa and other parts of the world. We've just been, we've already been getting feedback and adjusting the product, but, um, in, um, in May, we are uh, announcing that we're having what we're calling our silent running launch, because I like my sci-fi. And um, and this is a launch for the product, which you can download and use, but it's targeted at builders, because we, the real powerful here is this is an, oper- this is an OS. And imagine your iPhone without a suite of apps or things that you can do to, to fit your personal requirements. Uh, this is a federated OS for communities Communities around the world will have different needs. If you're a company, you'll have a certain set of needs. In in New York, if you're a uh, uh, um, a village in Venezuela, you have a different set of needs. If you're a large family in Nigeria, you have a different set of needs. And so they need a suite of different services to meet those needs, whether it's community savings and loan schemes or whether it's the stability pools or whether it's password managers or whether it's federated NOSTA relays or whatever it may be. There are many things that could be extended and run on top of this. And so um, that's what the launch we're, we're focused on. It's not designed for consumers, although if you're an enthusiast, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of enthusiasts who want to download the trailer. I'm, I'm sure that's going to happen. But we're, we're going to be focused on builders. And then later on in the year, we'll, we'll do the, the, once we have a suite of, of really exciting 30-minute um, um, modules, we call them, 
that are available and ready to rock and roll, that's when you launch. Could you at the Miami conference create a federation for the conference that everyone goes and joins and then they they deposit their Bitcoin in and then use that for buying everything while they're at the conference? That's a great idea. Could that be done? That's a great idea. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> what day are we releasing the show? Uh, I think May 12th, if, if that works. <laughs> it's uh, it, you've got some very good ideas I'll leave it at that it makes sense though doesn't it it makes a lot of sense yeah it makes sense I would do that that's what I would do yeah I think that concept is called like the, the temporary federation yeah mm. and I think it's quite exciting imagine festivals yeah it's exactly yeah. what I was thinking imagine festivals. concerts imagine conferences imagine um, all these sort of things it's as opposed to these apps that you download never use again mm-hmm. and and forget about you can mass orange pill, um, you know, that'd be a really cool idea. Great thought. Just give me a board seat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Right, what have we not covered? Uh, there's loads of things. Um, Important things that we've not covered. So today. one, uh, let's just take, um, let's just take chat. Yep. That's the next. So you, in the, in the Feddy app, because um, this is a, it's a home for your, your money, chat, and and data. So we have chat within the app. So instead of um, your chat being hosted by a third party somewhere in the world, mm-hmm. in one location, like a Signal or a, or a Telegram or a WhatsApp, where you don't know for sure what's happening. And even if they're doing everything perfectly correct, there's always a suspicion. You, you've seen the, the news around mm. uh, Binance and CZ and the Signal information that was shared, for example. Each chat, um, is able to run within the federation. So each community has its own private chat server for the community. And when you're talking to people within your community, um, direct to direct, it's an an encrypted conversation. So you know that it's encrypted between the two of you and you also know it's being served by the community for the community. Now, within the chat though, um, you are able to, because it's within this community, you're able to uh, make payments while you talk, you can send conversations. You can also send eCash. You can fling eCash from one person to another. So if you see in this example, um, we are having a conversation with someone and then they send you a request to pay them and you just click pay. So instead of me scanning this QR code, I just click pay and it's just sent eCash directly. And then the other way around, no, you know, I've sent you a bit too much. I click the, I click the, um, the wallet icon on the, on the left. And um, instead of me sending QR codes, I just send them out I want, and they I can cancel it before they click pay. But if I if they click pay, it will say pending. Transfers the eCash directly um, between the two of us. So when I'm now sending money, if I'm I've, I've got family back in the diaspora who are part of my community, and me instead of me figuring out multiple things, we just all join the same federation. And if I want to send my money home, for example, I would just say, okay, here's your money for the day pay and it just sent or say i'm at a conference and i've got an event on you're like do you want to come if you got a ticket yeah it's like a million sats boom here's a million sats easy ticket yeah or you join or you pay for the conference and you go and you join and you download this qr code so again you just download the app and scan a qr code at the entrance and that's the signing process no email no anything you can now have different subgroups in chat for different discussions can happen. You can have 
on the homepage, there's a series of apps being displayed and each one of those apps is dependent on the, each one of those apps is, is configurable by, by community. So this is an example set. We've got things like BitRefill and um, Giza and Stackwork and Stack and Use and BTC Maps. But for you, it could be the show guide and it could be um, the program guide and it could be whatever makes sense for your community. And, and also you can then make payments and guess what? What happens if, I want to go into singles, what happens if your um, conference is, it's a concert and there's like 10,000 people and there's just no cell reception or it's underground for part of it. So you lose connection. Can we go into offline sending? So eCash is a bearer instrument and this is one of its um, things. It's, it, it works the way you normally naturally expected um, cryptocurrency to work, but it doesn't, well, after a while you realize that um, cryptocurrency doesn't work like that. It's a one shared ledger. But when I have eCash in my phone, I literally have a different file effectively, I mean, simplified version, a different file for each coin of, of cash I have. So if I have no internet, it can recognize that. And we can do this right now. I have no internet, um, no Wi-Fi, no SMS. I can just, instead, it will really recognize that and it will create, it will only work if you're both in the same federation. Mm -hmm. But if you were in the same federation already, and I have, and I saw this when I was in El Salvador, I had Bitcoin, but I had no, I had no signal on my SIM card. And there was someone I wanted to buy some pupusas from. I had the money and they were right in front of me and I couldn't pay them because we had no internet. With eCash, I could still go in offline mode and literally have a, um, an animated QR code of the different eCash notes. And they, as long as they have their camera, I can beam through the sky, the, through the air effectively without Bluetooth or anything, the payment. That's very cool. How does it work if there's no okay. connection? Like how does it work? So what's happening is that you're not actually sending information of the internet. You're sending it through the QR code. So the QR code, think about it, the, the tokens in the, in the scenario of, um, of the fairground. Yeah. Each one of those is a bearer instrument. I, each one of those is cash in a way you consider cash. So when you receive eCash onto your phone, on your phone is a separate file for every note. So how does that get from your phone to my phone? <laughs> so if you saw in the video again, that's, is a QR code is, is a visual representation of information. Yeah. So are um, we looking at the offline receive now? Yeah. So on the, on the offline send, I was creating a, um, a animated QR code, but yeah, on the offline receive, you're seeing, you know, if you look at the bottom, it's showing, um, 60%, 70%, 80%. So if you replay it again, mm -hmm. uh, so you can notice at the bottom, there's this sort of, uh, a count up of the percentage of the Q of the eCash that you've received. Mm -hmm. So um, at the bottom of the screen, you'll see again. And once you start scanning it, at the bottom, it's going 20, 30, 80, 70, uh, 70, 80, 100%. But does my- And what will happen is as, as, this, as this animation is playing, each frame of the animation is the, the unique code of a different piece of eCash. Now, even though I have no internet, because I know, we both know the, the federation we're part of, 
the federation, the, the way the eCash protocol works is every eCash pro- note issued is stamped by the Federation of Guardians with 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 um with their pub they use their um private key to sign it effectively. They sign each one so that you know that it's even though I have no internet, I I know because I know what the um the details of the Federation is, I know that if I receive this note, this is a valid note because only the Guardians could have signed it. And therefore, even without internet, I can receive it and go, okay, this is valid. I'll 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 accept it. But but because there's no connection, when a connection comes back, is there a syncing process? Yes. So yeah. there is a syncing process when the connection comes back. But this is where the community aspect works as well. So there's two things. The bearer instrument allows you to send it through its QR code. Yeah. But then the fact that you have this sort of um, community trust model means that, um, for example, you would say, what would happen if someone tries to double spend, send it to two different places? First of all, they'll have to... Um, take the code, recompile it, and change it and modify it. So you're in this village and you're starting to recompile this application to do something completely different, which is unlikely. But let's say you did do that. You would then have the challenge that um, upon syncing, it will be clear that you double spent two different people. And again, you have have, um, the risk then of being ostracized by the community. And therefore, from then on, you'll never be able to transact with anyone in the community again for that okay, you know, that makes $2 transaction. Which again, if you're doing it to someone on the other side of the world, then that's, the, that's a real risk. But when you're doing it with people you're transacting with daily, that risk becomes much smaller because the punishment is much higher right. than, than the crime. Um, so this is, this is the power of working within communities of trust. You yeah. can That combined with the, the properties of eCash allow you to to send value in this in this mechanism in this way. Okay, so my conference ends. Do we all does everyone have to withdraw to close down that temporary federation? So And if you don't withdraw and the federation gets closed down, do you lose your Bitcoin? Well, you don't lose it. The the federation retains it in that you, scenario. Yeah. But see so but so the the Bitcoin is not lost, but it but you you would lose access to it. Yes. So if you were doing something like a conference you would say you would keep it open for one or two weeks afterwards. Yeah. And you would use that opportunity to say, hey, after the end of this, and you would say at the point of depositing, um, it's a similar as if you go to some music conference concerts, they you you um get tokens and you yeah, say, if you yeah. don't use them, then then they they go back to the organizer organizer. And it's the same. You'd put in you buy a $50 ticket, say, and you get $20 worth of eCash to, to get going immediately as part of that ticket. And you can obviously deposit more, but you make it very clear that by depositing, if you don't withdraw it by this point, two weeks afterwards, it, it, it goes. Yeah. But obviously you can use that period of the two weeks afterwards to make them aware of other ways that they can, they can set up a, they can set up um, a lightning wallet themselves to self custody, or they could come talk to Feddy and we can help their community set up a commu- their own, um, if they liked what they saw here, it's a, the power of this, of this approach. Why don't you set up your own community and we'll, and we'll, um, we'll help you set it up there. But it's, mm. it's, it, whether it's us or whether it's Moon or what it's touch or so on, you've just given people a mass visibility on the power of, of Bitcoin and Lightning and so on. So you're going to have some percentage of those people 
even if they came for a football conference or so on, they just realized this experience is just way better. And that's where we're going for, not we're yeah. going for this, just where people are having their most enjoyable experience in their life, festivals and so on. Yeah. That's where you're orange pill then, because this is becomes a much better alternative. One tool you, where I can have conversation, I can organize, I can talk to other people, I can share connections, people I meet while, I've, while I'm passing by. Um, I can pay for um, food and hot dogs and water and drinks and memorabilia. I can also have show guides and so on because of the fact that it's extensible. And then for the next two weeks afterwards, I can be, I can be told or suggested ways in which you can continue the experience. Oh, now that you've understood the, and you've understood firsthand, yeah, the power of of Bitcoin and Lightning. I'm thinking like we've got our event next Friday. Next year, we're going to turn it into a one, maybe two day conference. And I'm already thinking, okay, we would have our federation for the conference. In there, there would be the running order of events. There will be incremental things you want to buy. Uh, you want to buy a ticket to the dinner on the Friday? Cool, you can do it within the app. When you go around to the different, exactly. uh, when you go to the merch stand, you can buy stuff. You meet someone, you want to buy something from them, you can tap chat, you can organize little side Unfortunately, you won't be the first one to do it by then. No, obviously. but that's fine. It'll, it'll be proof tested. Yeah, it'll definitely be proof tested. Uh, it's super cool. Can I, so, can I put my own fees into the, to the transfers within it? Or, could you, um, I mean, the, technically, there's nothing stopping that with the Fedimint protocol, but with the Fedi app, yeah. no, we, we, it's structurally, we don't do, we don't do it as a, as, um, for our system. And that's because you would have issues with regulatory bodies. I think it's it makes the experience much simpler for users, and also uh, at least at this stage, it makes it it focuses on who would who would adopt it. If there's no profit motive, you tend to get people who are doing it for non-profit motive focused reasons. Casinos. So when you go to the casino, you have to go to the stand, you have to convert it, and then when you when you've cashed out, they give you the ticket, and you go back and convert it. You could just stay entirely within the app. I. I, I think there's multiple mul use multiple cases. use cases. Yeah, <laughs> so that's another very powerful use case. Okay, how do you guys make money? So um, the there are multiple ways in which we can make money. The um, for Feddy, for the core way we plan to make money is the Feddy app. That when people download the app, they don't have to, just like they don't have to use any given Lightning app. But our app is a pay-as-you-use model. So we will charge, whenever you do any form of transaction, we'll charge an additional small amount on top, a few a few basis points. Nice. Hmm. And, but, um, and obviously we me. use that to improve the product and service. But the other thing we do, which is core part of this OS, uh, this operation, is the human part of this. So um, we recently... We recently just closed a, a Series A round. And Congratulations. Thank you very much for that. And a big part of that is to bring Bitcoin, Lightning, um, adoption global. Um, and obviously, we think Feddy is a in, in powerful engine for mass um, Bitcoin adoption at an accelerated rate. Um, but what we realize is you need humans on the ground who understand the local context um, to make that happen. So we'll be over the coming years hiring hundreds of, of Feddy Knights, as we call them, um, 
to uh, locate, educate and inculcate communities and organizations around the world. But we're looking at having, we're effectively the outsourced business development arm for the entire um, Bitcoin ecosystem. So, because as you said, with the, the thing with 30 minutes is very powerful, but it's, it's an island without other things. It needs to run on servers. So it will need umbrels, start nines, um, voltages, and so on. It needs to connect to the Lightning Network. So it needs to partner with people like Voltage and Ibex, Mikado, and Bolsa Server, and all the other companies who provide um, Lightning um, LSP services. And then for every given community, they have um, specific requirements. So integrations with BitRefill, with Stackwork, if mm. you want to earn money and so on. But all of these things are in the Bitcoin and Lightning ecosystem right now. And as a whole already are incredibly powerful, but you want one place to bring it all together and then one engine to bring that out to the world. And that's what we do. We bring it all together here and we bring out the world with this um, workforce of, of people who make me look, the idea is they're going to make me look like I'm comatose. They're like, they're going to just want to promote and make people aware of what's possible with Bitcoin, Lightning, Feddy, Feddyment, and the Bitcoin ecosystem. So inherent in our model is that we win by ensuring the entire ecosystem wins. It's growing on me. You Feddy pilled. Mm, I think a little bit. <laughs> now I can see the use cases. That that eCash thing was a was a massive. Yeah, this cleared loads up for yeah, me too. Yeah, cleared up loads for me. Obi, what do you want to tell people? Where do they go? How do they find out more? What's going to happen now? Where do we go with this? When can I set up a oh, federation? <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's lots there. Um, so first of all, you should go, if you find out more about us, you should go to feddy.xyz. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the good starting point. And you'll, you'll see about the mission, what we're trying to do. Um, about me, I'm always on Twitter at Obi, O-B-I. Um, and you can find out what I'm doing. Um, where do we go next? We, so we've just raised, we are looking to hire. Um, so on our site, you're going to see uh, a number of roles that we're looking to. And we're looking to just find people who are not mercenaries, missionaries. It's, it's really core that this is something that they are really passionate about. And um, beyond that, you're going to see us a lot at various conferences throughout the year. If you see us come up, talk to us, and we'll figure out ways of partnering with your company if you're in the space and you want to, us to um, integrate it within our product or you want to join the team or you want to use a service, we're, we're all here for you. Very, very cool. Appreciate coming in, Obi. No problem. It's cleared up a lot. I hope you, hopefully, it's, I'm really excited to see the comments on this. Yeah. Um, nice all right, man. Listen, best of luck. We're always here for you. We're friends. Anything you need, give us a shout. I, uh, I look forward to Miami. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, come on. Tell me what you think. What do you think of Feddy? What do you think of Feddy Mint? I'm definitely closer than I was last time, but I'm still not 100% convinced. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But let me know what you think. Drop me an email at hello at whatbitcoindid.com. You know, I spent some time with Cali. I saw his implementation of eCash. Now I spent some time with Obi. And I think I know where they're going with this, but I'm just not there 100% yet. But anyway, listen, let me know what you think. I will see you all soon.